0: Multiple botches, errors and scrapped plans from Raw Legends. Plus details on that Goldberg promo, we'll get into it in a bit. And a wonderful late Christmas present for one AEW star from Tony Khan. For Wednesday, January the 6th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
2: Everyone has heard of the iPhone, but what you're looking at here is the H-Phone, brother. And with an H phone, you
1: can tweet, you can Instagram, you can Facebook, and you can YouTube. Or
2: you can even make a phone call and ask just one question. What you gonna do when the 8 Phone, Hulkamania, and the Legends Night on Raw runs wild on you, brother? Russia!
0: <laughs> Raw Legends was a thing. That really was a thing. I-, I must say, not the strongest way to kick off the new year for WWE. A lot of stuff on that show didn't really land for me. And looks like there was quite a bit that went awry. So let's talk about Monday Night Raw and the Raw Legends Night. So we had some details from PW Insider about some scrapped plans for that Legends Night. PW Insider reported that Hulk Hogan, who we saw and heard just there, selling us the H-phone, I I don't know why either, was supposed to do an in-ring promo during the show. However, the decision was made an hour or so before to instead have him do a backstage promo before the titles on Raw. Uh, Also, Hogan and Flair were part of the production meeting for Monday Night Raw as well, which whether this leads to something more down the line, I don't know. Hulk Hogan has said that he lives down the road from the Thunderdome. Maybe Hogan will be doing more. I don't know. We will we'll keep an eye on that one. But yeah, but Hogan originally was going to do some stuff in the ring that ended up getting nixed. Also, staying with scrapped plans for Raw Legends Night, PW Insider also reporting the original plan was to close the night with Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Very late in the day, the decision was made that they have Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre go on last. Uh, That one closed the show because they wanted to do the setup with Bill Goldberg, where he comes out and challenges Drew McIntyre following a a very confusing promo. Ross talked about this in WTF Moments yesterday. Goldberg,
2: while appearing on last night's Raw, was bleeding from the forehead. Bill, for goodness sake, how many times stop headbutting doors, man, will you? And I'm saying this, Bill, because I love you. Eight-year-old me, he saw you flattening folk, and you made me fall in love with professional wrestling. Goldberg is the reason I'm stood here today. But it would appear the needless blows to the head Time and time again, are finally sending Goldberg loopy. Because he stood in the ring on last night's Raw opposite Daddy Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion, and started cutting a promo about a man who doesn't respect the legends who came before him and stuff like that. Even though we've watched Daddy Drew McIntyre being nothing but respectful to all of the legends in WWE. That feud with Randy Orton, let's pretend that Randy Orton is not a legend. Not quite just yet. He will be, but not quite just yet. He's still a fully active member of the roster, isn't he? We saw Daddy Drew McIntyre avenge the actions of one Randall Keith Orton after Randall Keith Orton, of course, locked a few old fellas in a room, put some night goggles on, turned the lights off, and then beat them up. Daddy Drew then called on his new old friends and they helped Daddy Drew defeat Randy Orton to retain the WWE title. And then earlier in the night during Legends Night, we saw Daddy Drew McIntyre being nothing but respectful to Hulk Hogan and to Jimmy Hart. What the hell was Goldberg cutting a promo on Randall Keith for when he was stood there speaking to Daddy Drew McIntyre? It's so strange, especially when you remember that all the way through last night's show, Randall Keith was the one going up the legends going, hey Big Show, you cannot wrestle anymore can you? Hey Mark Henry, you're on a scooter, haha, <laughs> must suck to be you. He was being disrespectful
0: to the legends and Daddy Drew was doing nothing like that. Nothing. So strange from Goldberg. Good theory by Ross that the promo should have been aimed at Randy Orton. It certainly felt like it should have been. However, the answer shows how disorganized Monday Night Raw was this past Monday. So Drew McIntyre, according to PW Insider, was supposed to cut a promo about the legends. At the end of Raw, we did see him get the microphone, begin to address Keith Lee. The plan was going to be then that he would talk to the legends. Then, following that, Goldberg was going to come out and cut his promo. So, from what we understand, Drew's promo to the Legends was just completely cut, and Goldberg walked out sooner than originally planned. So, Goldberg... The reason his promo was so bizarre was because he was responding to a Drew McIntyre promo that Drew McIntyre hadn't cut. So... (laughs) Everything that Goldberg was talking about, how Drew was disrespectful to the Legends, that was what Drew was. Drew was going to make some, throw some shade, make some little digs at the Legends, apparently. But we didn't hear it. So Goldberg came out and responded to a promo that Drew McIntyre didn't cut. So that explains that. It, that I mean, this is the issue when one, you you plan the show badly and you're running out of time, and two, when you script promos so heavily. Like dropping, you can't just drop Drew's promo because there were lines in that promo that you needed to get away. It made no sense. It made no sense without it. Also on Raw Legends Night, we had the moment where Ric Flair tripped Charlotte. Talked about this on Raw Graded quite a bit, didn't we, you and I? Uh, How it looked like a heel turn from Ric Flair. He grabbed Charlotte's leg, quite blatantly grabbed Charlotte's leg and tripped her, causing her to lose the match. However, that was, you'll be surprised to hear, a botch. Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live said, I've been alerted, by the way, for those that watch Raw, the story was supposed to be that Rick was trying to trip Peyton, and it was supposed to be an accident. However, Peyton Royce was nowhere near the ropes. When Rick tripped up Charlotte. Uh, Ric Flair putting out a tweet uh, in, and apologising to his daughter for the mess up shortly after this. But that explains it more now. It was meant to be Rick tripping up Peyton rather than just randomly tripping up his own daughter mid match. The botches didn't end with stuff on the show. The botches for Raw Legends Night began weeks before. So, Fightful reported yesterday that Carlito didn't make it to Raw Legends Night because of travel issues. That's not the case. It turns out, according to other sources, uh, WWE uh, had didn't have any travel issues at all with Carlito. No, they simply forgot to book him. This comes from Wrestling Inc, who say that Carlito was never officially booked to do the show. He was in the advertising for the show quite heavily, but he was never officially booked no one picked up the phone and said oh Carlito can you come to the Thunderdome on January the 4th no Carlito on Twitter just put a shrugging gif to explain what was going on uh, WWE really do want to work with Carlito again and this was probably going to be the start of that but somebody buggered it up and forgot to make the call to Carlito so what a mess Raw Legends night was. It was a, a tough night for the company. I highly recommend checking out WTF Moments from Ross. He's, he, he, he wonderfully discusses the show in great detail and gives a lot of love to Daddy Drew throughout. You can watch that right now on the Cultaholic YouTube channel.
1: No matter how much I feel like I know it, in here and in here, no matter how much I believe that it's my... Moment, my time that is my destino that I was about to become God. I end up being wrong. I end up being wrong. And don't you love it,
2: huh? You like me saying that? You enjoyed that? I was wrong. I guess it wasn't my destino. Last year, no, it wasn't. Was it this year? No. Still,
1: it still wasn't my, my, it still, it still wasn't my new era. Doesn't that make you a... All and that make you all happy.
2: I am on. I am out here in Japan wasting my life away for what? During a global pandemic. I could be at home but I thought no. No, it'll be worth
1: it. Sacrifice, 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 sacrifice and it'll be worth
2: it. You will get both of those belts When you finally made it that wrestle kingdom, it will be worth
1: it. But if I can't get it done, and all the time, all, all
2: of the sacrifices, they're not worth it. So why am I here?
1: I'm not going to do this anymore, I'm not going to do this anymore, I'm not
2: going to do this anymore, not for any of you, not for any of you, not for any of the people out there, if I can't do it for myself, then it's what not worth doing, it's not worth me being here, fuck, fuck.
1: Maybe, maybe, maybe my time would be spent better, someplace else. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not gonna do this anymore. If this is all it's for, I'm not gonna do it. Tomorrow, contractually, if they want me, if they want to make me wrestle again after what I've just been through, and I don't mean just tonight, I mean the last. Eight days eight days It'll be eight years to the days since I first stepped in a wrestling ring and started training. I'm not gonna do this anymore, so if they wanna make me show up tomorrow, fine fine, and I'm sure they will because you New Japan, India fans, you love nothing more to see me distressed see me <laughs> see me like this huh fine i'll show up tomorrow if you want me to but after that that's it
0: i wanted to leave the majority of that in because it is a phenomenal promo from switchblade j white Moments after losing in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom Night 2. As you heard there, Jay White, looking like his contract coming to an end, is set to leave the company. And after New Year's Dash, he will be done. Now, we don't know how much of this is true how much of this is bluster to get people to watch New Year's Dash. I imagine by the time you're hearing this, we may know a little bit more because at time of recording, New Year's Dash is just about to get underway. So we'll have a little bit more of an idea as to what is to come for Jay White, presumably in the next hour or so. It would be a great loss I think if Jay White were to leave, I think now, like after a bit of a rough start, people are really warming to Jay White now. And that promo, I think, has put him over the edge. Whatever he does next, there will be greatness, no doubt. Staying with that post-Wrestle Kingdom press conference, the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental champion Kota Ibushi, following winning and defending his title, has announced some big plans for what he wants to do next. He wants to unify both the belts. Ibushi says after defeating Jay White, the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is the strongest belt and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship is the greatest belt. So unifying them will make the title the strongest and the greatest. So we could even get just the one belt going forward that merges both of the divisions. We will see. Exciting times ahead for Kota Ibushi. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
1: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: If you, like many of us, are trapped indoors for the first part of 2021, you may want to consider Audible, who can transport you to thousands of incredible locations through the power of audiobooks. If you go to cultaholic.com slash audible right now, you can get yourself a free wrestling audiobook when you sign up with Cultaholic. And even if you choose not to keep Audible after its 30-day free trial, you get to keep the wrestling audiobook as a gift us. Find out more at cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Daniel Bryan, the bookies' favourite to win the 2021 Royal Rumble. Odds have been updated uh, that show Bryan very much in the lead for the men's match, whilst the women's Royal Rumble bookies' favourite looks to beat Bianca Belair. These coming from betting site Bovada say that uh, be- Belair certainly in line to win the Wrestlemania Championship match she'd be a great choice to win the Women's Royal Rumble. Daniel Bryan looks like he could be on a collision course with Roman Reigns come Wrestlemania. We thought that'd be a match that we get at the Royal Rumble potentially that one now going down on the grandest stage of them all impact wrestling presenting genesis this saturday on pay-per-view and last night we added another match to the card we're gonna see jazz go one-on-one with jordan grace these two have been a formidable team in the knockouts tag team tournament now out of the tournament jordan grace apologizing to jazz for failing to bring them tag team gold and has instead asked for the honor of fighting her on pay-per-view so we're getting jordan grace ...versus former WWE Women's Champion Jazz at Genesis. Along with that, we're going to get Moose taking on Willie Mack... ...for the TNA Championship in an I Quit match. Also, the Super X Cup goes down at Genesis. Suicide, Ace Austin, Cousin Jake, Davari Crazy Steve, Trey Lamar, Blake Christian, and Casey Navarro all in the first round. From there, we'll also get the semi-finals and the finals on the night as well. Should be a really good night of action from Impact. Looking further ahead to Hard to Kill, we're gonna see a falls count anywhere match with Tommy Dreamer and Rhino teaming with Jake something to take on Eric Young and Cody Dina and Joe Doring. Also, Ethan Page faces the karate man in what is being called a cinematic farewell. For, uh, Ethan Page, who is departing, who has departed the company. So we'll, I'm intrigued to see what that one is all about. Also, on that show, we are going to see Kenny Omega teaming with the Good Brothers. To take on Rich Swan and the Motor City machine guns. And a lot has been said about the AEW Impact Wrestling relationship lately. Scott DeMore was talking to Sports Illustrated and says to fans who say that AEW has nothing to gain from working with Impact Wrestling, he says everyone is entitled to their position. AEW built a great product in a very short period of time. Our hats off to Tony Khan and his team. I've always believed that success in the wrestling business is like a rising tide. It leads to more success for everyone. He also commented on Don Callis's relationship with Impact Wrestling, the status with Don Callis. He says, Everybody is going to speculate, but that's a good thing. Speculation can lead to buzz. Don has been a huge part of what we've done here. We've been friends for the past 25 years in life and business. People make changes. But I will say that Don has been an integral part of everything we've done here at impact whether don and i are both at impact or if we're in different parts of the world or in different industries there will always be a connection and a friendship not quite answering the question Uh, there did scott damore but we'll we'll keep an eye on that one there has been some confusion as to what is going on next with Mickey James. There was talk that she was removed from the active WWE roster and is considered retired. However, Inside the Ring have updated us on that and said that despite the women's champion six-time women's champion still being listed on wwe.com as a current superstar it's been reported she's been quietly removed from the active roster inside the ropes have learned that those reports are simply not true mickey james is still an active performer in wwe and has been cleared to wrestle following an injury she sustained in october speculation forever friends speculation forever ovw is under new ownership this came down from ohio valley wrestling saying ovw is happy to announce that matt jones of kentucky sports radio and craig greenberg of 21c hotels have purchased a majority interest in the company they and their team will be joining with al snow to bring resources to ovw and take it to new heights great to see ovw on the march once again they had a very quiet 2020 as most of us did to be fair but there's always been a lot of prospect within Ohio Valley Wrestling, be it back in the day when it was a feeder system for the WWF or now where it's its own product doing its own thing. Best of luck to OVW. C.W. Anderson, former ECW star, is coming out of retirement. He put on his socials. My New Year's resolution was to be done, and that was the worst mistake I made over the summer. For a part of my life, it was never worth it, retiring. Sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees, and I was in a dark place in my life. Thank God those days are behind me door closed and locked, nailed shut, house burned down, and these worthless ashes flushed down the toilet of the new house I currently reside in. Wow! in a few short days, I'll be 50, and time to get back in the ring as well. As long as I'm able to, I'm going to wrestle. For everyone that messaged me over the summer, I can't thank you enough, but there were so many that I didn't want it to be true. Now I have the biggest supporter in my corner, and she wants this as much as I. Time to show up. C.W. Anderson, back on the move again. And his opponent from Valley Village weighing 157 pounds.
1: That
2: was the song. I not the song. This is awesome! This like a new thing, it's cowboys! Yeah, this is new music. I was fade, what happened? Jungle oh, life, man. This is great. I'm over here yelling when she just listens. This, this is actually a, uh, a, a Christmas present from Tony Khan to Jungle Boy. It's a very nice yeah. gift. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You'd rather have the watch? <laughs> I feel like I'm back in high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's my high school and have guys look like Jungle Boy. That's all I so But anyway, yeah, this is back in the day, bro. This
0: is awesome. Jungle life. <laughs> In case want to kill me, I'm running the whole song. I'm going to lay out, here we go. To hear Baltimore's Tarzan Boy as part of the wrestling world. So that was a clip from last night's AEW Dark. Jungle Boy coming out to a, a, a Taz rendition of Tarzan Boy from Baltimore. So Jungle Boy used to have that as his theme music on the indies. Uh, however, you, it was removed when... He went to aew because they tend to not have copyrighted music on national television however tony khan had a, had a, had, a, had an idea and decided to make a purchase he tweeted out yes i bought the rights to tarzan boy for jungle boy's entrance merry christmas jack So that is now officially the product of Jungle Boy. That is officially the theme music forever of Jungle Boy in AEW. You know what? I'm just happy to see so many people talking about Baltimore, massively underrated Italian band from the the 80s. More of that, please. Thank you very much. I'm not one to call out our own, but on the YouTube channel right now at youtube.com slash cultaholic, 10 shocking wrestlers that beat Hulk Hogan. Uh, At least one of those is actually a wrestler that beat Mr. America. Maybe do your research next time. I'm just saying my tongue is firmly planted in my cheek there, just so you know. On the Twitch stream later tonight, it is Jack and Owen with football-based shenanigans. You can join the conversation at Twitch.tv forward/cultaholic and in case you missed it last night Matthew Greg and I returned on the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review we are 10 days away from fully loaded 2000 and we give you a 2 hour special where we talk about that episode of Smackdown somewhere amongst the conversation on teachers that we liked virtual tennis Dennis Norden from it'll be all right on the night it got a bit weird it was our first one back. Got us a bit of slack. You can download that on the Cultaholic podcast feed right now. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.